You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. You're listening to Way Down Hadestown, a miniseries from The Ensemblist, the only podcast that shows you Broadway from the inside out. Welcome, I'm Mo Brady. Welcome to a new miniseries from The Ensemblist, where we speak to the entire ensemble of a Broadway musical. Well, there's only five of them, so it's not that big of a deal. Still, it's the first time we've sat down with an entire ensemble of a show, so it's pretty cool. Over the next five weeks, you'll hear one at a time from the complete ensemble of the newest Tony Award winner for Best Musical, Hadestown, about the characters they've created and the careers that got them there. Ahmad Simmons has performed in three original Broadway companies in the last four years, Cats, Carousel, and now Hadestown. In addition to performing choreography by Andy Blankenbuehler and Justin Peck, he was also featured this spring playing Ben Vereen on the FX miniseries Fosse Verdon. In Hadestown, he plays worker number four, as well as understudying the roles of Hermes and Orpheus. Here's our conversation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Hi, will you introduce yourself and uh, tell us what neighborhood of New York City you live in? Oh, great. I am Ahmad Simmons, and uh, I currently live in Harlem. And you're in the ensemble, the chorus of yes, Hadestown. Are you, the chorus. Do you have a name? Do you, are, like, I, are you like um, worker number four? I'm the infamous worker number four. You are worker. Red just, pants is like what I what I like to say. Okay. <laughs> How did you become worker number four compared to worker number two? Do it's, you know? No. <laughs> I mean, all I know is that the guys are three, four, five, mm-hmm. um, and the girls are one, two. But I don't know how they. It's also sort of it's the music. Like in all the music, they have the soprano. Oh one sure. One alto and two. It's it's categorized that way, You're too. The, so I guess you can say, like, I'm the baritone. You are the baritone. <laughs> you are the baritone chorus baritone worker. member. Yeah. How did you become involved with Town? Oh, so I, uh, I... Actually, they picked me up for Broadway. The first I heard about Town, they were doing a two-week dance, workshop, staged, reading-type situation in June um, of last year because they were adding a core, an ensemble to the show. 
Um, they wanted to work on some of the numbers that they were going to implement the ensemble in. And David Newman, the choreographer, wanted a little bit of time to just sort of see what that might mean. So they hired, I think it was about maybe about seven of us, seven or eight of us to come in for two weeks and literally just like learn all of the new stuff they wanted to put in before London, workshop some of the dancing so they could see it on its feet and see what they need to change and what they want to work on. Um, so that was the first I ever heard of it. And then from there, I was totally hooked. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, I have to do this, mm-hmm. you know? And they were like, well, we can't bring anyone to London because of visas and yada, yada. They could only bring the principals, but um, I was hounding it for sure. <laughs> I was so, I was like, I told my manager, like, whenever you hear a peep about the audition process, like, I have to be in. Um, and so I went through the process in December, December. Oh my gosh, that's really soon before the Broadway production started. Yeah, because we started in February. Jeez. What did you work on? The entire show? Just the pieces that the chorus are in? No, it was just the pieces that David wanted to add some things in. So we worked on living it up a little bit. The chant material, the turn, getting used to the turntable idea and how he wanted to shape that. Did you have a turntable in the we room? Didn't. Okay. We didn't. But just like it's not, putting it's not movement Hamilton, in the guys. circular <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but we worked on that. We worked on, there's a number called Come Home With Me, where we um, go into this sort of very cinematic fantasy world using the tables and chairs. Oh, yeah. And that was one of the main things we worked on, you know, sort of creating the, um, using the metaphor and the images of Aeneas' lyrics uh, come to life through these inanimate objects. So it was really cool, actually, to to do that. We did sing through the whole score eventually. And were they teaching you vocal parts? Yeah. Okay. Who from the present Broadway company was part of that workshop? Kim. Kim. Madam Marable. Awesome. Kim, yeah, Kimberly. Let's talk about worker number four. Worker number four. Does he have a name? Red pants. Do you have a name? Do you have a name for worker number four? Nobody knows this, actually. Uh, uh-huh. So I'm saying this for the first time, and it's going to sound weird probably saying this. But I call him Dwayne. Dwayne. Dwayne, okay. yeah. I don't know what... There was something when I put those pants on, and I sort of um, decided to keep my facial hair, the little I can grow down here. He's a Dwayne. Like, there's something sweet but uh, about him. Even in the, the hard world, this sort of oppressed world, there's some optimism in a Dwayne to me. One of my, my great uncle's name, who's passed on, his name is Dwayne, and he has a lot of those characteristics. So, yeah. Are you a worker at the beginning? I guess that's the big question I have. You guys are, you know, you were in the overalls or the coveralls with mm-hmm. the goggles. Once we get to Hades Town. Right, right. Is that a different character than who you play at the beginning? Well, or are you I guess you it depends on who you ask. Um, I'm asking a monster. But for me, yeah. I am the same. You're the same person. Who has been through the process of, of and the promise of Way Down Hades Town, the number, and sort of seeing the way that ends and seeing Hades descend with his queen and, and feeling those riches like come off of his jacket. I'm intrigued by that too, in the same way that, you know, Eurydice might be. So to me, I am, I, I have also been lured down. So you're talking about the sort of secular nature of right. the show, right? You say, you guys say time and again, this is a story that gets yes. told over and over yes. again. So in your mind, this is not the first telling of no. this story. And not in my interpretation, not in my head. Well, that's how we talk about ensembles yeah. a lot is that, on being in an ensemble is sometimes the most creative cast oh, yeah. member because you have so little on the page that you have to create so many oh, circumstances for absolutely. yourself. Absolutely. And it's so important to it's for this show especially so that you see five completely different people when you should. Even when we're underground and we're all in the machinery, we are still 
of individual mm-hmm. mind. You know, at so, at some point, you know, we have to we show that when we start to break out of that. When Orpheus starts to say, you know, is it true? Is it true? When we crack that shell, you have to see a glimpse of who we are. I'm all, I have to already sort of plot that out. <laughs> right. You know, we see that there's a big portion of Acts two where the five workers are over stage left kind of observing the action you guys are very much in light we're s- yeah it's funny that wasn't like that I I had sort of mentioned that to Rachel uh, because we were working on that whole section and I was like we were still in the rehearsal hall and I was like you know I don't want to overstep and, she, and Rachel what's so beautiful about her is that she welcomes all collaboration and for me you know coming from like a strict dance world you you do the step mm-hmm no, I was raised in college. You do the step. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I had a creative mind. I choreographed as well. But, you know, confidence is different. And so I'm learning in this. And as I collaborate with people like Justin and Peck and Andy Langbuehler, like those kind of people welcome your creative energy in a space. And so I asked Rachel, I said, hey, you know, there's something that I feel like adding this workers chorus is so beautiful, but I, I feel like we don't quite make it to the end. We don't. There's a gap between seeing us say, you know what, this isn't right. And then us either coming out of hell or not. I was like, there's something there. And it is that chunk that she was like, you know what? You're right. Like, there's something to be explored there. So we, we, we do get to stay there. And even if we're sort of still and frozen in times, we're there and you see us a part of the action. You can see through our lenses what's happening as well. So it's funny you mentioned that part because that's, that's one of the parts that I was like, hey, we, I, we need more there. I need more food there. That's incredible. You don't often get that experience no. as an ensemble member. no. <laughs> Are there other specific parts of the show, maybe specifically in the dance vocabulary, that came out of something that you helped create? Oh, yeah. I mean, David is the same way. He definitely had a shape and a shell because he did it in London. They did such a beautiful job at hiring people that could offer him different flavors of things. And so for, I call it, living it up would be our heaviest, dan- I'd say more conventional, like dance part. And like, that's us, that's, you know? That's, you guys are in your chorus costumes, the sort of like red pants flannel situations and that's like where we've seen the photos of like big dancing jumping over each other the exuberance was there because spring has come you know persephone has come so that i mean all of that flavor you know he he gave us obviously you start with a a base step but then we we kind of amplify and i say hey there's a moment here where tim is six seven and why why don't i roll under his legs and he jump you know things like that sort of emerge throughout the process because it's like you want to also give the best of yourself in this moment and working with someone for the first time they may not know what that means for you mm-hmm. straight out of an audition process so yeah i mean a lot of that we had to say oh i could probably go a little bit more here i can give you more here or what if i did this you know that was definitely a part of it and a balance because you want to give more and you certainly want to have like your stamp on it but you also want to do something that you could do eight, eight shows a week shows a week i know is there a principal character that Dwayne identifies with most oh absolutely hermes okay and why? Hermes is a Gemini. I mean, come on, I'm a Gemini. <laughs> Absolutely. Her, what, what I love about Hermes is that he has two beautiful sides to him. He has the side that is cunning and the side that is plotted. It still lives within the compassion that he has, specifically for Orpheus, but just in general, you know, for life, that sort of love and compassion and mentorship and um, urging someone to be their best self and realize their, their potential. That duality for Hermes definitely I, I believe lives in me and then lives through Dwayne red pants and you know so that's my connection for sure if if I had to pick a principal it would be Hermes who do you understudy I understudy Hermes and Orpheus yeah 
How far are you into that process right now? I just had a, my first stumble through of the Orpheus <laughs> track. Yeah. But they had to teach me guitar. I didn't know guitar at all. Oh, my so, goodness. Um, the role. So if you go on, are you doing all the guitar? Are you going to do some of it and one no, of the... the... The goal is to do all of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Except for, I mean, there's definitely things because Reeve is a god of a musician that mm-hmm. isn't actually scripted that he plays, that he plays because he's brilliant. Those things that are more optional aren't first priority mm-hmm. unnecessarily, but all of the epics, I mean, yeah, it's, it's part of it. And it's a part of the fear, but also the courage, you know, to like take that on. It's an exciting challenge. Because Hermes, I think, Hermes is a little easier to access for me because I, having done the like Ben Vereen thing, like, yeah, I was they sort of that. live in the same mm-hmm. world. They have a similar energy, it's for a, sure. Yeah. Orpheus is a huge 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 challenge in every way it's like i got a dance degree you know and like <laughs> one of the things that Hermes says right at the top of the show is that this is the the hardest working chorus in god's almighty world yeah do you do you agree with that is this one of the hardest ensembles that you've so. been, been in i mean you've done some hard ensemble work yeah, man yeah but, but dancing yes what's different about this show to me is i'm required to um as an ensemble member one of five to be more responsible for more of piece mm-hmm. as a whole mm-hmm. we're like a, a, a carousel the dancing was hard thank you justin and it was fulfilling mm-hmm. and wonderful but we only come in in like big parts of the show mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's like four parts yeah and then you have 20 minutes off stage this we are on stage really almost the whole time so we're responsible for for steering more of the piece than i'm used to and that is so beautiful to me and it feels like such a stepping stone to the next part of my life and career. Do you prefer to do a show where you take big breaks like Carousel? Or do you want to be on stage the whole time? Which one is sort of... I like more responsibility. I like being on the stage more and having to stay present and guide more of what's happening than to just appear when things are heightened. <laughs> you know? You don't have to ever sort of reboot your energy no, because that, you're... Exactly. All... That's what's great. Mm-hmm. I don't have to feel like I have to reset. Let's talk a little bit about your Broadway career thus far. You mentioned, <laughs> um, you mentioned Carousel, you short. mentioned Cats. <laughs> no, but like, yes, but you've been very busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I saw that Cats list, you know, I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know who this person is because um, I'm sort of in this Broadway world. Yeah. But then recently you just posted a photo of like your first headshot. It was like baby's oh first gosh, headshot. Oh my gosh, that Matthew Murphy um, So people can look <laughs> for that on Instagram. But you've been, you've been around for a while. Yeah. Where were you? Like I said, I, I got a dance degree from Point Park University. Mm-hmm. I was a concert dancer. That's that's what I left. I left wanting to, to do concert dance and tour with a concert dance company. And so I spent 10 months immediately after college in a suburb of Detroit dancing with a company called Eisenhower Dance, a small modern company. I've since choreographed for and will choreograph again for. So I did that. And then I spent four and a half years actually in Chicago dancing with a company called River North Dance Chicago and toured the world and lived my concert dance dreams. And then I was like, and I taught a lot, which is actually a big part of my life. And then I was like, you know what? I've always wanted to go to New York. The summers in college, my theater education was at a place called Pittsburgh CLO. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the theater, yeah. yeah. So I got my equity card actually doing Alonzo in Cats at, at CLO. Oh, that's and funny. made my debut doing the same role here. But so every summer I did 12 shows with them. Like I would get my education there in the summers for theater and then go to college. And so I was like, you know, it'd be nice to go to New York. It'd be so nice to go with them. But I was a concert dancer. I was like, mm-hmm. mm, I got to fill this. Eventually, 2015, I moved here to dance with Parsons Dance Company, thinking that at least it's like the next step. 
Like I'll be in New York, I'll be doing concert dance, and we'll see what happens. And partway through my first year with him, the only season I did, I went to the open call of Cats with all those hundreds of people um, just to get in the room with Andy Blankenbuehler, and he hired me, and then things sort of popped off from there. Yeah. Yeah, what was that audition process? Oh my gosh. Scary. It was my first cattle call. And I thought to myself, whoa, like I'd, I'd come from dancing with 10 people to all of a sudden there being 200 men auditioning for, what, eight jobs? And I was like, well, okay, this, this is what they were talking about. <laughs> this is the part I missed in my concert dance life. <laughs> it also gave me a huge boost of adrenaline because like, like, I can do this. And at the very least, I'll have the experience of being seen by these people and getting to dance amongst all the people that I've watched their careers like I'm in the room now so that was like four different calls for that I mean it was pretty uh, rigorous but I danced as hard as I could throughout all of those calls and Andy ended up hiring me for that and the dirty dancing tv show in the same time so he sort of kick-started my my career here actually yeah I want to ask about Ben Vereen oh my gosh yeah how did that opportunity come did it come from the dance side did it come from the acting audition side it came from the dance side through again Andy I, you went to that big giant the appointment yeah where it was heavy hitters man and I was feeling so grateful to be there but yeah we danced so hard he has the ability to bring the best dancers in the room and just say okay here it is go and you're just like, you got to pull up, you know, it's, <laughs> it's great. Um, so it came through dancing. And then once I knew Ben Vereen might be a character, but it wasn't in the initially going to be a, a thing until a few calls in. And they were like, yeah, well, we should, we should bring you in to, to read for him. It was scary because I'm up against, you know, people that I respect. But yeah, initially dance and then had to sing and sure this was episode four episode that, four that the big episode, episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah was that the only episode you did i can't remember so yeah i only appear in episode four and then you hear me sing bye bye life the one with oh lynn, sure with lynn in the last episode well yeah. that's cool yeah yeah and simple, <laughs> yeah it's, it was really cool <laughs> so the last question i want to ask you is about being in an original company of a new Broadway musical. You know, you've, you were in the original cast of the Cats revival and the, com- and the Carousel revival. What's been the most special about being the part of a new show? These creatives, these phenomenal women, the producer, Aeneas, Rachel, make history. To be invited to collaborate in that process and to know that a gem, a new gem of the Broadway community and something that I think will make way for a new way of telling stories. Like to be a part of the first company of that is is huge to me. And well, something I'll, I'll, I'll never forget. I mean, this has been the most spectacular part of my career so far. New work. It's everybody's dream mm-hmm. to be in new work, really. So I would say watching them be bold and, and take a risk and feel the reward of it now has is is the best it's the best part of it special thanks to Ahmad Simmons for sharing his stories with us this week you can learn more about him and how to connect with him online by visiting our website theensemblist.com the ensemblist was produced today by me mo brady you can help others find out about The Ensemblist by leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of this new series. This is the first time we've ever done one where we're talking about just one show over multiple episodes. We'd love to hear what you think. 
Also follow us on Instagram to see the latest posts from our website where we share the stories of talented artists working in Broadway ensembles every day. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.